Hey guys, welcome to the Challenge Podcast. I'm Coach Steve. And I'm Coach Nick. And we're going to be talking about everything fitness, health, and the challenge. Let's get on with the show. What's up guys, Coach Steve here, and welcome back to another episode of the Challenge Weekly Show. Today I'm joined with our co-host, Coach Nick. Nick, how are we doing today? I'm so good, Coach Steve. Happy New Year, because this is the first time we've been on a podcast this year. Yes, happy 2023. What a year it's been already. And Nick, I think it's just been too long since I've been able to chat with you on the Challenge Podcast. I know, you must have really missed me so much. So it's very lucky that we get to catch up again and we're getting closer to our episode 100. So that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's only just a a few, few weeks away, Nick. Yeah, so if you guys are new to the Challenge, don't forget to look back and listen back to 96 episodes of us. Yeah, so today's episode number 96. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a month from now, episode number 100. And yeah, if you want to sit there, you can for probably two and a half weeks full time and listen to myself, Coach Nick, talk about everything, fitness, health, the challenge, everything in between. Almost be like a, 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 a degree, Nick, almost like going to uni. You probably walk away from listening to almost 100 hours of yourself and, and I talking about fitness things and you might come away with a, with, a, with a couple of little gems, I reckon. I think so. And um, if I'm not, you know, really out of line, I, I think that we've got quite a few things to say. You know, we've got a bit of experience <laughs> between us both. We're very open-minded. And um, I think that you can really listen back to all our different things and um, get something out of it. Yeah. Well, look, Nick, on that, on that vein, uh, there might be a few people listening to this uh, for the very first time, you know, finding the challenge podcast for the very first time, listening to myself, listening to your voice, Nick, and going, who the hell are these guys and girls? Why the hell should I listen to them? So Nick, would you like to maybe just in a, in a, in a minute or two, give us a, a quick reintroduction of yourself um, and then maybe just give us a little bit of a super summary about what you did over the, the, the holidays. Okay, so my name is Nicoletta. Hi, <laughs> Nicoletta. Hi, and uh, I've been in the fitness game for a long time now. Um, I used to run a spin studio and do a lot of cardio. So, uh, yeah, lots of big triathlons and stuff, big Ironmansies. And then I got into powerlifting and then now I'm into bodybuilding. So that's just a really super summary. I'm also a mum. I've got two teenage daughters. So my current age is 43, but um, I act like I'm about 12. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'd love to tell you my squat, bench and deadlift numbers, but I, I won't. But I feel like that's the biggest currency. But, um, yeah, so I love I love learning new things about my body and then bringing it back to you guys so that's um you know that's anecdotal stuff but I, I just love being out in the field training myself and then um chatting to everybody from people who have trained for a long time all the way through to just brand new people um my motto is not about I don't I don't sort of subscribe to inspiring people I want people to look within and find their reason and I love it when it clicks with people and they um, suddenly become passionate about fitness and off they go. So that's what I like to do. My background way before that, I went to uni. I'm still paying off my hex debt. I think that's everybody. And um, I didn't go to uni doing fitness. I did writing and stuff, creative writing. So that was, that's actually really cool because I can be a bit creative sometimes and you have to rein me in because, you know, we don't need creativity in fitness, do we? 
Well, you need you need some creativity. You think outside the box sometimes. Yeah. So um, that's enough about me. How about you? No, 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 Nick. There was a second part of that question. Well, what did you get up to on your break? Oh, yes. Okay. So on my break, um, we went to the Gold Coast and I got my husband, Shane. You'll hear about Shane here and there because we like to have the hashtag be like Shane. Um, he walked every day with me. Um, I made him get up at about six o'clock and we, we did about probably 10 to 12,000 steps before the kids were even awake because they're of the age where you can leave them asleep. In fact, they would prefer that. So we did that. And then I trained, I trained like a demon, um, all throughout the holidays felt fantastic. I've got a really good base now, um, feeling excellent. So I didn't sort of miss a beat. I actually enjoyed having that training time. So mm. good, so good. A little bit, a little bit jealous about the sleep in, but that's uh, that's that's good. Nick, mm. uh, I'll take a moment to introduce myself. Go for it. Uh, my name's Stephen, uh, or Coach Steve. Um, some people call me Doctor Steve in the clinic, uh, but you can just call me Steve. That's fine. That's fine. We don't really care about titles too much. Um, I think first and foremost, I'm a dad. I've got two very young boys. Uh, this little boy George, who is gosh, 16 months old, 17 months old now, almost a year and a half old. Um, and then little baby Henry, which is, who is two and a half months old. So I've got two under two. You can imagine what I'm going through right now. Um, and, and, and sleep is probably the only thing that I really, really want at this, at this time. Um, I guess I've been in the fitness industry since I became a, a young adult. So I'm uh, turning 30, Nick, in, mm. gosh, a week, two weeks from now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So goodbye to the twenties. Hello, thirties. So when the challenge begins, I'll be in my in my thirties. Um, but yeah, I've been in the, I've been within the fitness industry uh, since I've been about eighteen or so as a personal trainer, working in gyms, in operations and management, all that all that fun stuff. Um, within fitness, my fitness career, I've done a whole range of you know those like weekend courses and then short courses from you know strength and conditioning to to coaching to functional screens and all those weird and wacky kettlebell suspension stuff like that. Um, and uh, you know from from there, I progressed into things like Pilates and became a Pilates instructor. And then embracing Pilates in weights training, and then within weights training, coaching a lot of individuals through things like um, powerlifting, Olympic weightlifting. Um, did a bit of CrossFit, dabbled in CrossFit there, um, and then you know myself, my own fitness kind of pathways. Yeah, was dabbling a bit into CrossFit. Um, ran a marathon, which was really cool, did some bodybuilding for a little bit, which was really fun and exciting, did some other endurance events, but at the moment training more as a power lifter um, and, and planning to do a, another meet Nick uh, in, in April. So around Anzac Day, hopefully doing another meet, um, another state qualifier, um, came third last year. So hopefully I can, I can beat that and beat my total of, of 585. So not a very super impressive total, um, but I'm pretty happy with, with my numbers moving at the moment. Um, I mentioned before, Dr. Steve, yes, I do have my uh, master's in osteopathy. So I work as an osteopath and have my own clinic, um, which actually recently closed down because of my, my boy that, that arrived. Um, so I do help a number of people move better, move out of pain and improve their, their overall function. But similar to you, Nick, um, I, I, I don't like just giving people lots of answers. I, I think my big goal is to try to empower people to, to you know, give a shit a bit more, like, you know, move, mm. focus on their health, focus on their movement, you know, put a bit of effort into themselves and building themselves back up into a better version of what they want to be. Where I think previously I was really dogmatic saying, hey, you need to do this and you need to do this. Where now, you know, I really want to help individuals move towards their goal, whatever that may be. That might be to 
to deadlift their body weight or to squat, you know, 200 kilos, or maybe that is just to touch their toes or be able to play with their kids. Um, that's, that's, that's what I really want to, want to help people with. Uh, just quickly over the, over the break, um, I guess, you know, dealing with a, a newborn has always been fun and exciting. So, um, you know, Christmas and new year's was a bit of a, bit of a blur. Um, I don't really know what day it is right now, Nick. Uh, it's, I know that that uh, <laughs> it all kind of merges into one. So um, yeah, yeah, it's been it's been fun in my household. I'm looking forward to getting into the next challenge, Nick. Next challenge, which is starting just in a few short weeks. How exciting! Um, I love I love the fact that both you and I have um our own goals as well as the challenge because that keeps us current. I think you know that that we are actually going through our own training with specific goals. Um, so therefore, we, we know how you guys feel at all times because we're, we're trying to progress as well towards our goals. And you're planning to compete later this year, Nick? Yes. Yes. This one's the big one. I say that every year, but we get closer and closer. You know, I, um, I'm off the back of my other like quite successful comp season. I am going to kill it at the end of the year. And um, I'm actually focusing specifically on this. I'm not doing anything else at this point in time because I've got to focus just specifically on going really well in my comp. But I will probably move up a division because I've now got enough muscle to do so, which is awesome. That's so good. Big congratulations. Well, when Thank when you. when are you looking at? Is season B like around? Yeah, October? it'll be uh, it'll be September, September. October. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean. Anyone who wants to check it out can just um, ask me any questions. You know, that it's it's interesting. It's cool. Um, if anyone's ever scared of of um, you know scale weight and things, you can check out check out my pictures and stuff because you can see that it doesn't bloody matter. It's just a data point, and it's actually you, you look better when you got more muscle. So um, that's something else that we can talk about down the track. But yeah, I I love it, and yeah, you and I are going to kill it this year. Yeah. Yeah, if we if we survive today, Nick, we are gonna gonna kill it this year. I know you're you're <laughs> so one day at a time at the moment because that's what happens when you got bears. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, just last night was was a was a mission, um, but we are here now, Nick. We're here now, and we're thinking about the future because well, let's talk about the February challenge, Nick. All right, now, let's do it. The February challenge will be starting on the thirteenth of February, so it's Monday the thirteenth. Now you have what's called prep week. So the week prior, which is the 6th of February, you'll have access to all the training plans, nutrition plans. You can log into the M Challenge app and you could set up your training, your nutrition, all the fun stuff in the app from the 6th of February. And you can do all that fun stuff in, in, in prep week. That week allows you to kind of test the training plans, test the nutrition plans and get ready for the start of the challenge on the 13th of February. Now, registrations open today. So to break the fourth wall a little bit today is, is a Monday. The podcast gets relaunched on a, a Tuesday with post-production um, and registration is open today. So if you listen to this right now, registrations are open right now and you can sign up for the M challenge. Um, and if you use the code MFEB10, you get $10 off, which is really cool. So if you're a return challenger, someone who's done the M challenge before, you can sign up to the challenge for $89 with that early bird discount code. Um, and if you are brand new to the M challenge, um, you could sign up for $139 with ten, that's the, with the $10, $10 off as well. So that early bird code, once again, MFEB10, um, and that's valid up until the 29th of January. So we've got uh, just over two weeks to use it. Um, so my birthday is the 27th, Nick. So after my birthday, when 
when I'm 30, that's when I know more early bird because that's it. We're not in our 20s anymore. Um, so you'll be late bird. You'll be late bird. Um, so once you sign up, if you signed up today or, or yesterday or maybe tomorrow, uh, you can log into the M Challenge app. You can ask uh, Coach Nick and myself questions on the forum. You can engage in the steps leaderboard. You can start to consume some of the content around our, our learn section of the app. And you also have access to a, a discount, pretty strong discount of 20% off, which is really cool. Um, and 20% off of, of our, our, our supplement range, so max and maxine range. Now, just, just as quickly, Nick, if if you want a free challenge, you can get a free challenge, okay? You can get a free challenge. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you how, and give me just one minute, Nick, and I'll explain All it. Right. Okay. Talk me through it. Talk you through it. So if you're serious about training, Nick, you would be taking um, three supplements as, as a minimum, okay? You'll be taking a protein powder because you know how good it is for building muscle. You'll be using creatine because you know how good that is for, for energy and for power when you're training. And you'd also be using a pre-workout because you know how important it is to be adequately stimulated in the gym to, to train, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, if you were to purchase three months worth of products, um, from Max or Maxine, use, buying a, a protein, a creatine, and a uh, pre-workout as a bare minimum. And if you use the discount code with 20% off, you will save over a hundred bucks. Okay. Oh gosh, that's when, good. Right, when the entry fee, if you're a return challenger is $99, $89 if you use the uh, early bird discount code, you will basically be saving your registration fee. And Nick, here's, here's the extra part. That's only if you bought the minimum, okay? And that's only if you bought the minimum for three months. Mm -hmm. So if you signed up yesterday, you can use the code for the next, you know, two, three weeks, right? It's basically a month earlier than the, what the challenge begins. The challenge starts on the 13th. Today is the 16th. So you could buy an extra month worth of products. And then on the last day of the challenge, because the, 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 once the challenge finishes, you have access to the, um, the app for the next two weeks after the challenge. So you can buy products for this month then three months of the challenge plus an extra two weeks once the challenge is running and then you could stock up for the next couple of months so you could potentially be saving hundreds and hundreds of dollars on the minimum supplements and i say minimum because if you're serious about training you're taking just the minimum the stuff that's really good for you for your training um, if you're trying to be super competitive in the challenge or trying to really take your physique to the next level you're probably buying all the extra fun stuff so you could actually be saving money by signing up to the challenge how cool is that that is very cool. That is very cool. And sometimes, you know, if, if you're somebody who's been serious for a long time, something like the challenge is really good just for a little kickstarter again, um, just a little goal, as we were speaking about before, just to have those little goals in place that you can work towards that mix it up for you just a little bit. Um, that's always good. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you hear that story over and over again when we speak to previous top 10 finalists. So if you check out our podcast channel here, you'll see interviews with previous top 10 finalists from the M Challenge and even previous Max and Maxine challenges where Coach Nick and myself interview those finalists who got in the top 10. And it's a pretty similar story where you hear uh, the, the story about a, a, an individual who maybe was in a bit of shape when they were younger, life gets in the way, maybe they have kids, change careers, move into state, something happens, maybe get injured or, or something along those lines. Basically, their priorities change as we do when we get older. Then they want to get back into fitness or maybe they are kind of doing a little bit of fitness, but you know, not really getting the results they want. They join the challenge. They have something to work towards. They have a date. They have structure. And then they get these really amazing results. So if you're sitting on the fence, not sure if you should sign up again. Oh, Steve, I've done a few challenges. Mm, I might sit this one out. Hey, imagine what you could do over the next 12 weeks if you had dates in mind, something to work towards. 
maybe you would be really competitive in the challenge, or maybe you just want to be competitive to yourself and get into the become the best version of yourself, which mm. is um, something I think we should all be be striving for. You know, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit of hustle in life to to be the best version of ourselves. So uh, sign up, sign up, sign up. Yes, definitely. But Nick, that's enough of our little pitch for the challenge. Uh, let's get into some content. So I want to move on to the next segment here. We have the community highlights where we highlight some members of our community. So Nick, take us away. Who would you like to highlight this week? All right. So I've been having a look at the Facebook group over time and I've got Chantal Adams. Come on down. She says, hubby and I started today by annihilating our upper body who needs feeling in their shoulders anyway before doing these challenges I thought I had to smash cardio and be a sweaty mess by the end of the workout now I just want to lift heavy things and put them back down down again lol I love seeing my strength increase and get excited when I see a little muscle so I like that um I like the 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 new enthusiasm of a of a weights convert going crazy and going, I shall never move again. I shall only go into the gym and lift heavy things. And then we come full circle and we go, I might want to do a bit of everything. So Chantel, well done. And I love the fact that you're training with your husband as well. Um, that's nice. It's always good when you've got a partner in crime that is interested in what you're doing. It helps you with your success. It doesn't matter if you don't as well, but it's just nice to see the community getting together. So good. So good. Mm. Go with some weights. So good. Next one. We've got Peter Stringer. So she says, on my way back from our Malaysian holiday since Boxing Day, and I'm still managing to hit step goals. It's 7, 10 p.m. in Singapore currently while we wait for the third flight today home to Melbourne. Steps accomplished in slides. Sore feet. Pro tip, wear runners in Singapore airport. So that's pretty cool. Instead of just sitting down waiting for the plane, she was walking around. So that's um, that's dedication, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's so good. Nick, have you been to the Singapore airline? Uh, no, I haven't. Airport? I've only been to Kuala Lumpur. So I've heard that um, Air Singapore is amazing. Yeah, yeah. The the airport is really cool. It's got uh, some feet massages, uh, wow. one of those, those, those machines, and they're spread out all across the airport. So um, if you do fly through Singapore, um, yeah, make sure you get your 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 feet massaged, um, but make sure you use the, the, the sanitizers because some feet are a little bit gross. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that sounds nice. <laughs> and they've got the, the the butterfly rainforest in there as well. Um, and there's also like a, a cactus flower garden as well. So lots to do with the, at the um, airport, basically. That is so cool. Mm. That is so cool. You could actually just have a holiday at the airport. Yeah, fancy. Like um, on Kath and Kim, um, what is it? Kath and Kel, they had a net holiday at Telemarine. They didn't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what's that? What's that movie? Um, I think it's called the the airport with yeah with Tom Hanks. Tom yeah. Hanks. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He would have loved to be living at the Singapore airport, not wherever he was in in the states. Yeah, Paris, I think, and yeah, Paris, wherever yeah. he was. Yeah, he would have preferred to mm. live live in Singapore. Lots to do for there. sure. Mm. Hanging out with the butterflies. Why not? <laughs> and now we've got Michelle Lennon. So Michelle, she says, "Happy Wednesday, everyone." Obviously, it was Wednesday when she said that. So happy Wednesday for tomorrow when you're listening to this there's a bit Ooh. of a time hop for you Ooh. um i hope you all had a great christmas and new year i did my first workout for the year today after spending time over christmas with family visiting them in wa for the first time i miss them terribly since they moved 14 months ago i might add i proudly wore my m challenge top 10 hoodie whilst there 
I came home to a nice surprise. I received my top 10 medal, which I didn't realize we received. Yay. I can't wait for the Feb challenge to start. So there you go. There's, there's a previous top 10 talking about how she's going to do it again. Cause fitness never ends. Does it? No, it's a bit of a moving, moving goalpost, the fitness, fitness world. Mm, mm. So Michelle's, yeah, she's, she's someone that you can look out for on the Facebook group. She's always supporting people and um, always smashing her goals. She's a step queen. Yeah. She's 20,000 before we've even opened our app. Yeah. I was going to say on the steps leaderboard, she's always, she's always really high up there. Yeah. Nick, I'd like to highlight a couple this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one goes as a short one goes out to Daniel Errington and mm-hmm. Daniel writes that he has welcomed another member to his family, a little baby girl. So mm-hmm. uh, I just want to highlight Daniel. That's awesome. Welcome back or welcome to dadhood, fatherhood, um, or if it's your second or third child, welcome to <laughs> to infant life again, Daniel. Um, so you've got an exciting couple of weeks ahead of you, a couple of months ahead of you, and I know firsthand what, what you're going through, buddy. So um, yeah, good luck. Keep going. Focus on your health, focus on your fitness, focus on your partner, and of course, focus on your little baby girl. Um, may the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, it's that's awesome, Daniel. Uh, we love to hear that sort of stuff. That's what yeah, it's all about. It's beautiful. Uh, next one I want to highlight is uh, Ben Fitz. Ben Fitz, um, who posted a nice photo, and it, it was for on on a Saturday. It was on a Saturday, and he used the hashtag self care Saturday. So we like our hashtags in our Facebook social hub where, you know, each day we have a different theme, Monday being motivational Monday, Tuesday, training Tuesday, Wednesday, what's on your plate, Wednesday, Thursday is a throwback Thursday, Friday, flex Friday, Saturday, self care Saturday and Sunday set up Sunday. So each day has its own theme, you know, uh, uh, something that we'd like you to post about Saturday, of course, being about self care, showing us how you are looking after yourself and Ben posts a photo of a breakfast pizza. Whoa. Uh, so he writes, here is my Sunday morning breakfast pizza. So delicious and not many calories. Um, and I love this post uh, because it really highlights that we can eat almost anything that we wanted to within reason and still meet our goals and still work towards our goals. Um, you know, no food should be demonized. Um, and, you know, most foods have its place within um, a, a weight loss or a weight gain um, diet, especially when we're trying to build muscle or lose body fat. So benefits is really, um, highlights that making some really amazing food. Um, and, you know, can be a motivation to many of us who may think about dieting as, as, as eating very bland and, and, and nothing food. I'm going to, I'm going to eat boiled chicken and, and steamed, uh, broccoli and that's it. No, 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 no. There's, you can eat a lot more than that. Um, and once you understand that it can be very liberating and Ben really, really highlights that for us. So thank you, Ben. Yeah, Ben's going crazy with all the different videos at the moment. So we really appreciate that because he's far more creative than either one of us. So it's really good that he's stepping up and you'll find, um, I think he made a curry paste as well. Um, and he's really good with his filming. So yeah, yeah, keep going, Ben. If you keep hear going, this, ben. we would like another five recipes. Because <laughs> everyone loves them. It's fantastic. And then people will make them. And um, yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah, no, awesome. Keep going, Ben. Keep going, Ben. Mm-hmm. Final one here goes out to Rosalind Woods and Rosalind writes, I just got to say I'm on holiday at the moment and I've joined the gym just outside our caravan park. I usually train at home in my own little gym in the garage, but I have to say with these, with all these delicious mirrors, I'm loving myself sick. <laughs> I didn't think I'd 
be making too much progress until I started seeing myself in the mirrors. I don't even care that I'm posing all over the place and people are watching me. Tonight, my daughter who joined with me videoed my car phrases, I love my legs. I seriously need a great big mirror at my place. Whew, I love this post, Nick. Uh, and you know, I think many of us maybe start in the, the gym, start training, start dieting, start exercising because we want to improve our confidence, feel good about ourselves, feel good about what we're seeing in our reflection, uh, maybe losing some weight, building some muscle, those good things. And Rosalind is that point where she's been training at home, maybe just in, in her own little bubble. And now she's in a gym, she sees these mirrors, she's got the gym lighting, which is something else. And whew, she's seeing the results that she's putting in. Um, and she's outside of her comfort zone. Yeah, okay, people are looking at her, who cares? Like she's enjoying herself. She's got a daughter with her. Love this post. Keep going, Rosalind. Yeah, it's really, really, really awesome. Um, yeah, over, over summer, my daughter, one of them decided that she would like to get into a bit of fitness, um, you know, sort of that kind of thing, just a bit of body sculpting or whatever. And, um, yeah, I can relate. Love it. Love it. It's really exciting. So we don't want to limit ourselves. We want to show off what we're, what we're doing. There's no reason why you can't. So, Rosalind, you keep going. We want to see heaps of them. We want to see your Flex Fridays. So good. So our community highlights, we highlight members of our community primarily on our Facebook social hub. So if you haven't already join us on our Facebook social hub, we also gather some posts sometimes from Instagram, those who tag the M challenge and sometimes those who post on our forums. Um, a lot of our community highlights are chosen semi randomly. Um, so if you want to be uh, highlighted in our community highlights, make a post. We may see it and we may highlight you in the challenge podcast here. Mm, definitely. Now, now, Nick, traditionally, we would be moving on to our next segment, the Coach's Corner. However, we have exciting news. We do. We have exciting news. We are now coming to you twice a week, twice a week with two different podcasts. We have the Challenge Weekly Show, and then we have the Coaches Corner, which will be released on Fridays. So separate podcasts. The reason why is uh, we gathered some feedback that the podcast was too long. Something that, you know, if you're going for a walk, you don't, may not be walking for, for an hour to listen to the entire episode of the Challenge Weekly Show, or maybe you're gonna go train, don't listen to the whole thing, or maybe you're commuting to work and you wanna to listen to the entire episode, but you only get maybe halfway through. So now what we're planning to do is to release two podcasts, both around, you know, 30 minutes or so. This one might be a little bit longer, apologies, uh, but you'll mm -hmm. be able to listen to us twice, twice a week, Nick, how, how exciting, double, double dose of coach Nick and coach Steve. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want that? I mean, come on. So Nick, let's move on to our next, next segment here. We have our question and answer where we answer some questions from our community, right? Mm -hmm. So first question here comes from Sorcha and Sorcha writes to complete my little home gym. I'm going to need a squat rack. I'm not sure whether to get a power rack for the pull up bar and maybe a lap, lap pull down attachment or just get a basic squat rack. Could anyone give me some recommendations with equipment they've used and that has proven handy? Thanks. So Nick, what advice would you have for Scorcher? Scorcher? Well, there's, there's a very sensible part of me that says, of course you can make do with a basic squat rack. Um, that is, I mean, Coach Steve, you for, for years just had a basic squat rack with, with, um, with no extra stuff and look at you. Yeah, I just had those two like just 
poles basically mm -hmm. yeah, yeah two poles um so nothing yeah, yeah two poles so you can make do with two poles as we even know through the lockdowns and stuff you can make do with um two garbage bins yeah on either side i've seen people do that but let's be sensible and let's be real let's keep it real i have a power rack so i can't say don't get a power rack because i find that um I use mine for all sorts of different things. Um, I think it's fantastic. I think any sort of thing that you can put in your gym that's one piece of equipment that sits there and has um, different functions to it, you'll find come in, comes in handy, huge handy. And because I'm obsessed with pull-ups at the moment, I've got to say um, anywhere where you can test your pull-up strength, where you can keep doing it, because that's the only way that you really good, get good at it is to keep doing it. Um, I would absolutely recommend find a power rack. Uh, I have got one and I haven't looked back. So look, within the challenge, we have basically all the way from body weight bands, all the way through dumbbells to an elite power rack to the gym, to machines. So whatever you choose, you will be fine with. But I have to say I'm a little bit biased towards getting a power rack if you can. Yeah, my, my 10 cents is that I have a folding power rack. Mm -hmm. um, so I think my the brand I bought was uh, Force USA um, from gymfitness.com.au. And uh, yeah, it's just a really nice because I've only got a single car garage. Um, now I've basically taken over that single car garage to be my gym. Um, but previously I'd park my car in there. So I had a folding power rack so that I could fold it all down and then park the car in there um, but now I leave it mostly open um, but often I close the racks so that I could deadlift on the floor um, just with limited spacing so you may find Sorcha that if you are limited in space um, that a folding power rack might be an option for you very 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 true um, you know it doesn't matter how it comes if it's a power rack we love it yeah yeah um i do think that with a like a basic squat rack you can also do pull-ups so you could set you, you could set like a the squat bar height um you know to let's say just just above your head you could grab hold of the the uh, like an olympic bar or barbell that's on the squat rack um and then you know like just crunch your knees up into your chest or you know something like that mm. and do do a, a pull-up that way um or you could do something like a rack pull where you place your feet up just on a bench you know, you're, you're folded at the hips, so you place your feet up on the bench and then you could do like a, a, a slightly regressed version of a pull-up um, with your feet up on the bench if you're limited for space. Uh, so Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because yeah. often a power rack can be, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars. A squat rack, you know, you could pick them up for like 99 bucks, just two poles. You can make it work. Um, so, of course, budget, space, considerations. And if you're going to buy a power rack just for a pull-up bar, um, you know, you could ask that question like, well, could you buy a squat rack and then a pull-up bar? separate um, and save some dollars even though i am like you nick get the power rack get the big thing commit to it um and, and go yeah. for it i have a pull-up bar too let's be honest <laughs> that that was the first thing we had before we even had anything it used to be bolted to the side of the house before we even had a home gym but also with with the power rack i personally um i love the security of having uh the safeties there and stuff because often uh I know you can get it with the small small squat racks as well, but I like the full Monty safeties yeah. because if I'm in there on my own doing something that's that's reasonably taxing, I, I want to know that I'm not going to, you know, die. Yeah, yeah. 
I do like something that's really sturdy, like the the power rack that I have, um, where I can attach things like resistance bands to it, mm. um, and you know, like lean on it a little bit if I want to do like an exercise that I'm leaning against something, that type of stuff. So um, yeah, it does have its its benefits. Um, again, the only questions are, of course, money investment, space investment, um, and then you know what you're ultimately trying to use for it. So the ultimate answer is exactly what usually the Q&A answers are, which is it depends. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> That's yeah. always our answer, but we just fluff it out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Nick, next question here comes from Thomas. Thomas writes, hi, everyone. We've just moved into a new rental, and this is the only place I have to set up some weights stuff. It's totally fine, but have never had a setup on carpet before and wondering if there's any tips on protecting carpet and whether rubber flooring mats even work on carpet. Thank you. Okay, uh, cool question, Thomas. Um, firstly, I'm gonna say that myself, even Coach Nick, we train in our garage, so I'm on straight concrete. Okay, um, I'm also gonna say that I'm not a builder. So um, I do know that most houses are on like a slab. Um, so, you know, you got your slab, you got some underflooring, you know, maybe a couple more layers than carpet. So in terms of like the actual flooring, flooring, um, you know, you would need to make sure that you're protecting the, the top layers so you don't like crack or damage, you know, maybe there's, uh, I don't know, some places might have a weird like floorboard carpet over the top type thing. All right, if you're doing deadlifts, let's be careful that you're not going to, you know, drop it too quickly and damage the under carpet layer. Um, but the main part of your question is, you know, trying to protect the carpet. And I do think that it's in your best interest, especially if you're renting to, um, invest in some protection for the carpet as best as you can. Um, especially if you're going to be lifting some bigger loads, if, if you were like brand new to fitness and maybe just starting out, let's use a number, I don't know, deadlifting 50, 60 kilos or you know, squatting 50, 60 kilos, something like that. You know, we've got, let's say, plus your body weight, maybe 100 to 200 kilos of force going down. Okay, um, that might be totally fine. But if you're on the bigger uh, number end, like maybe like Coach Nick lifting numbers, um, then you probably want to put in some more effort into protecting your flooring. I think Bunnings would be your first place to start where you can get excess carpet. So thicker carpet just to place down to protect the carpet. Um, my go-to would be to buy just gym flooring. So really thick rubber mats, um, which would absorb most of the, the flooring. Um, and then the third option, if you have the money for it, you could purchase something like a lifting platform, a whole platform, which is almost like a six foot by six foot platform. If you can get that into your house, um, but that would uh, absorb all the weight. You know, this is the the, the loads that um, like Olympic weightlifters at the, at the Olympics, uh, are lifting, you know, hundreds of kilos above their head, dropping it down. Of course, they have bump plates and stuff, um, but the the um, lifting platform would absorb that load. Uh, so that's that's our main consideration. The third or fourth consideration would be stretching of the carpet. So if you are getting equipment and you have to slide it out, slide it back in, like pack it away, pack it back in, maybe like a bench as an example, like you have the bench up against the wall and then when you go to bench press, you pull the bench in and then bench back. Okay, dragging that along the carpet would likely cause more damage than just, you know, if you've got a squat rack set up and you unload and you squat and you come back, okay, you're just standing in one spot, bending your knees. Like the more damage would come from setting up the equipment than you're actually exercising. But I would say you'd benefit from um, some rubber matting, of course, one to protect the carpet, but then two, so that you have something sturdy to stand on. Um, you know, stability while you're training is super important, especially if you're doing something like 
squatting. So if you go, let's say, um, you know, wear some some runners with really thick sole and stand on like a, a an exercise mat, which is cushioned as it is, you probably notice that you can wiggle around quite a lot. You go to squat, you're wiggling around all over the place. But if you were to stand maybe barefoot outside on like some concrete, that's that's sturdy. It's stable. You know, you'll be much uh, safer and, and more powerful to squat on that than you would be on something that's instable, like a, a rubber mat and runners. So it'd be the same thing as if you're standing on carpet, depending on how thick the carpet is, of course, you know, you just got to add that element of, of instability, which is going to make it harder to train um, and less effective while you're training. So just some, some things to consider, Thomas. Mm, very good. Very good. Nick, next question here comes from Leanne. Leanne writes, hi, everyone. I've just been I've been out of the challenge for a few years now and looking to return this Feb. Welcome back, Leanne. She writes, just wondering what the recommended general supplements are these days so I can start having a look online and be prepared for when the challenge uh, next round rolls around. Thank you. Uh, Nick, what advice would you have for Leanne? Hi, Leanne. Welcome back. I'm so excited to know that you're coming back so um the recommended general supplements haven't really changed we've added a few to our stable but protein creatine creatine still my favorite even over caffeine even though you say caffeine but um yeah you, i i like creatine so you can have you know your straight creatine you can have your capsules or you can have your crea burn i like the cola one that's i i think that that's why I'm so strong I keep I keep saying to you it's intraboost it's creaburn I'm not sure but it's one of those um yeah so I'm getting carried away protein creatine um and sort of caffeine well as you were saying before some sort of a pre-workout would be your staples so um we like our you could try your melt um it depends on what your general caffeine intake is like and when you train you could try the non-stim one which is the kiwi or um, the watermelon one. So they're the ones that I would probably recommend that you start off with. And also just make sure that you've got that bottom layer all sorted as well. Like, you, you know, you've got your nutrition doing quite well, ticking along and that you're looking after your sleep as well. So once you start to introduce, you know, bits of caffeine, if your body's not used to it, then just make sure that you're not having it too late in the day. So that would be my recommendation. But I'm... Um, Anyone who says don't take creatine needs to read more because I just think I'm just so excited that it's it's legal because <laughs> I just I'm in love with it. I'm obsessed with it. Good old creatine, the number one research sports supplement out there. Um, yeah, it's good. You yeah. love it, don't I, you? I, I well, do. You don't think do. about it as much as I do. But <laughs> no, no. Um, but you love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, um, it's definitely an important supplement to take. Um, you know, it's it's interesting. Like some current research suggests that we create a lot of creatine on our own, um, erogenously, meaning that when we start weight training and eat adequate protein, um, you know, we our body creates some creatine, um, and then also in a creatine is essentially amino acids. So when we have protein powder, we do get some like building blocks of creatine into our system. So we do get small amounts of creatine. Um, however, it's not the same as supplementing creatine. So we would prefer to have, you know, between three to five grams of creatine per day. If you weren't taking creatine, you might be able to get the accumulative of maybe a gram through protein 
intakes um, and then maybe making a little bit more in your body, but it's not the same as just directly supplementing and with creatine. Um, so yeah, that's, I, I think some individuals who would say, oh, you know, you don't need creatine. One, they need to read more, but two, maybe they've read a little bit, but then go down the path of, well, what well, your body makes part of it. No, 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 like we would benefit highly from having a, a supplementation of creatine. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And yeah, don't freak out if it makes you gain weight or anything like that. Um, it'll make you look better, I promise. Yeah, yeah. Well, most of that is simply just water going into your muscle, which is always nice making That's what you want. bigger muscles. You want yeah. things going into your muscles. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, all right, Nick, final question here comes from Gabby. And Gabby writes, I'm looking at doing the next 12-week challenge beginning in February. Awesome, Gabby. That's awesome. Um, and would like to st- would like to get started with tracking ca- calories accurately. How should I go about calculating the correct calorie consumption figure? I would like to do the Turner Shape program. I've used a few website, ca- website calculators in the past, which provide contradicting values. Thanks in advance. All right, let's talk about it. Um, so Gabby, firstly, welcome back to the challenge. Um, unfortunately, we no longer have a program called the Tone and Shape Program. Um, there is a bit of a delineation between the training section and the nutrition section, meaning that you could follow any of our training programs. We have 13 different training programs now with a new one called uh, M Strong. Um, but Tone and Shape, probably, uh, some of the programs best suited for that would be something like you know M Classic or M Physique, very similar to what Tone and Shape was. Um, and, but the main part of it would be your options around nutrition when you set up your nutrition plan. So within our app, you'll go through a process which would look very similar to what you have been using when you've used some of the website calculators. So within our app, we use a formula called the Jorase Mifflin equation, okay, which is arguably the most common um, and most researched um, equation, um, which would ask for things like your height, your weight, your uh, gender, um, and your age, um, and calculate a prediction of your basal metabolic rate. We then multiply that by a prediction of your activity level based on your step count, which would give us a prediction of your energy requirements. We then scale that energy requirement depending on your goal, whether it being weight loss or weight gain and at what rate you want to lose that, okay? Now, the important thing is that when we look at any formula, I mean, there's there's, there's dozens of formulas from really simple ones such as, um, you know, 12 to 14 times um, your body weight in pounds, which is a a commonly used one as a simple number, um, or the Joran-Slate-Mifflin equation, and there's a whole bunch of other equations out there. The calories that we start with should really be the starting point for a calorie prescription, okay? It's not a definitive number. It's not an accurate number. Heck, we can never be accurate. Um, Even with calorie expenditure and calorie requirements, it changes day to day, right? Um, If I went for a super long walk yesterday and today I didn't, I would need two different energy requirements. If yesterday I was super busy running around after my kids and I had, you know, four hours sleep, but then today, um, you know, it's been chill. I don't know, my partner's taken my boys to the in-laws house and I've been at home you know, doing podcasts, very different energy requirements. So we can't say that there's one definitive number ever. The best thing we could do is to think about an average as a ballpark figure. But the best thing to do is actually to not really think about that number too much. Uh, The best thing to do is to be consistent at one number or what you think that number is, let's say 2000 calories, whatever, then measure that against a variable such as our body weight. So if your goal is to reduce your body weight, okay, have what you think is 2000 calories or 2000 units of energy or however you wanna measure that. 
Then if you're moving towards your goal, like you're losing body weight, awesome, keep doing that. If you're not, okay, let's look at reducing that number slightly, maybe reducing it down to 1900 calories or units of energy or whatever you want to call them, okay? Um, the main takeaway here, Gabby, is uh, the calories that you follow shouldn't be a definitive set in stone number. It should be something that's dynamic, best if it's even a range, you know, from like 2000 to 2200 calories, right? Um, and we're being as consistent as we can with that number over time. And then looking at measuring that number against the variable, such as our body weight. And then if we need to modify our calorie intake slightly, either bringing it down or bringing it up so that we are moving towards our goal. And if your goal is weight loss, we recommend a weight loss rate of about 0.5 to 1% of your body weight per week, okay? So what that means is if you're not losing um, weight at that rate, then you could further decrease your calories um, or look at increasing your energy expenditure by doing more steps, okay? We go through this idea quite commonly on the Challenge Weekly Show. Um, so if you do go back and listen to some of the other episodes of the Challenge Weekly Show, you might hear a similar narrative, Gabby. Mm. People love it though. And it's really, it, it, we can never talk about it enough, I reckon. I know, I know. Um, but uh, yeah, calories often have um, their own mystery behind them, as even macros, even, even worse, I would say. Um, but uh, I think it's really cool when we can simplify it into something that's just easy to understand, take them off their pedestal a little bit, because we often throw, you know, macros, macro ratios, calories are up really high in the important areas where we go, well, you know, they're a bit of a starting point. They can change over time. But what might be more effective is if we focus our attention on training a bit harder, right? Or focus our attention on getting more steps in or focus our attention on maybe not stressing out as much about calories and, and macros so that we can recover better, so we can train harder. Um, and then once we can do that, then, you know, things all start coming together. Yeah, hashtag be like Shane because he lost two kilos just walking with me 6am, not, not following any other, nothing, doesn't care about calories. So he just good. is he's a lifelong living at maintenance be like a couple of beers <laughs> that's it. but he doesn't think about calories he just has what he naturally gravitates towards and so therefore you know he wasn't doing any equations other than getting bossed around by me <laughs> that <was> good. <laughs> so good hashtag yeah. be like shane mm-hmm. awesome nick let's wrap up there for episode number 96 of the challenge weekly show if you enjoyed this episode, the first episode of 2023, let us know and we'll catch you next week for episode number 97. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you like the show, share it with a friend. Or leave us a review on iTunes to spread the good word. See you next time.